A Colorado town is pleading for someone to please return their stolen phone booth. A body modifier used YouTube clips to remove a woman's wisdom teeth. And the owner of a soccer team chose himself to play in a championship game. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I have three strange stories from around the world, guys. Come on. The owner of a soccer team chose himself to play in a very important game. I'm guessing he had no business being on the field because it made news. Probably hasn't played soccer in decades. He's the owner of the team now. But let's find out some more information. Maybe he keeps himself in tip-top shape. This happened in the South American nation of Suriname on Tuesday. The owner of a pro soccer team, who also happens to be the country's vice president, chose himself to play in one of the continent's biggest soccer competitions of the year. This maniac's name is Ronnie. Ronnie Brunswick. He's the soccer club owner. He laced up his cleats and took to the field as a striker as his team faced off against Olympia in the C-O-N-C-A-C-A-F League, which is, that's a lot of, that's a big acronym. Uh, Ronnie is 60 years old. He also, in addition to playing in the match, he named himself team captain. (laughs) Yes, I am the team captain. (laughs) You must do as I say. Ronnie, you haven't played since 1982. Yeah, whatever. I've been watching a lot of games. I'm the owner, after all. I've been on the sidelines. I know how it works, okay? Look at you see this armband? That means I'm team captain. You will do as I say, or I will not pay you. Also, by the way, I'm the country's vice president. I'll actually have you arrested if you don't do as I say in this match. I mean, that's true. You can't say no to the guy who's the owner of the team and also the vice president. Let's get some more information. Let's find out if Ronnie gave his team a fighting chance, or was he a detriment to victory? My guess is the latter. Uh, things didn't go to plan. It says, <laughs> of course, things did not go to plan as the politician-slash-owner lasted only 54 minutes in the match before subbing himself out, at which point his team was down, you guessed it, or can you guess? Can you guess what the score was when Ronnie took, took himself out of the game? Was it 3 to nothing? Was it 1 to nothing? Was it 9 to nothing? If you said 3 to nothing, you would be correct. It was 3 to nothing, which actually probably isn't that bad considering Ronnie's 60 years old, probably doesn't know what the hell he's doing anymore. They could have been easily down 11 nothing, According to the media, when Ronnie left the field, one of the commentators covering the game said, now we can say we're 11 on 11. (laughs) They really gave him a dig. Now that person's going to lose their job for sure as he's the vice president of the country and the owner of the soccer club. Now you would think Ronnie leaving the game would give his team a fighting chance and maybe they'd tie it up at least, but no, no. Things continued to spiral out of control. As three more goals were scored, the final tally was six to nothing. Not in favor of Ronnie's team. He has himself partially to blame. This is a championship match, after all, it sounds like. Very important. Uh, after the game, video footage appeared that shows Ronnie entering the other team's dressing room and handing out wads of cash to the other team's players. Olympia. <laughs> what is that all about? Uh, Ronnie has been Suriname's vice president since July 2020, having previously founded and led the rebel group Jungle Commando. Wow, this guy led a group called Jungle Commando? What's that all about? (laughs) Well, they sought to free Suriname from military dictatorship. Wow, this guy is like a, a badass. In 1999, Ronnie was accused of cocaine trafficking. (laughs) 
<laughs> was sentenced to eight years in prison. But that doesn't stop Ronnie from owning a soccer team or becoming vice president of a country. He's like, nah, you know, sure, I went to jail for eight years for drug trafficking. But, you know, I'm shooting high. I'm shooting for the stars. One day I will be playing on a pro soccer team during a championship game. People were like, Ronnie, you're crazy. <laughs> He's like, no, you watch me. I love this guy's gusto. I really do. He doesn't let prison keep him down. He doesn't let the, let on the fact that he's 60 years old and is out of breath after 30 minutes stop him from playing in a pro soccer game. This guy just, he does it, man. I want to call Ronnie. A town has their beloved phone booth stolen and they would like it back. Residents of a small Colorado town are pleading for the return of a stolen phone booth that has served as the centerpiece of a public park for many decades. Resident Vicki Cecil and Lonnie Payne say the phone booth was a major landmark in their town of about 56 people for some 50 years. Ooh, they love this phone booth. Vicky and Lanny, woo. Sometimes they just hang out, puff a little blunt around the phone booth. Hey, Lanny, you want to puff a blunt on the phone booth lawn tonight? Yeah, Vicky, you know how we do. 56 people in the town, they love their phone booth. There's nothing going on here, guys. When your phone booth in your town square is the most exciting thing in your life, nothing going on. The booth, it says here, in its functioning years, originally sat outside of a gas station, but later became an ornamental feature of their park, which is called Memorial Park, after the gas station closed. Don't you love that I'm giving you the history of the travelings of this phone booth? <laughs> phone booth. You guys know. A phone booth. Remember the days you open the door? It's like when Clark Kent turns into Superman, this kind of phone booth. I'm looking at a photo of it. It looks beloved. A lovely phone booth. Who knows where it is? It's 56 people in this town, though. Someone must know something. The residents say the booth didn't have phone service. Yeah, no shit. No phone service. <laughs> None of those booths have phone service anymore, do they? When's the last time you picked up a, like a public pay phone and actually have it work? It says here, though, the phone booth often drew travelers who would pose for photos. <laughs> oh, really? People going to your town for the phone booth? Hey, I know where there's a booth. We're going to Colorado, guys. It's a, it's a phone booth we can take a selfie next to <laughs> travelers. You mean people who are lost in your town that thought the phone booth was working so they could call help? Here's a quote from president of the recreation club. Wow. It's probably pretty easy to get elected to anything in this town. Only 56 people. I could probably move there and become the mayor after six months. Here's a quote from the president. Well, we never hooked it up because the cost of the phone being hooked up. Well, you know, like you say, everybody's got their cell phones today anyways. <laughs> you know, the phone booth was just kind of a novelty, if I'm being honest. It's just very sad that somebody would, you know, take our little phone booth. Why? Why would you take our little phone booth? You know. I'll tell you right now, that phone booth is a significant piece of our town history, and I'm, I'm plumb angry that someone would take it like that. Sheesh. Residents say the theft has been reported to the, the sheriff's office, which probably has just one employee. <laughs> That's the end of the story here. I got no other information. Photos of the phone booth. It's a pretty sweet-looking phone booth. I, I might want that. Put it in my apartment. <laughs> someone must know something. Right? It's a town of 56 people. You think someone's going to steal that phone booth and no one knows nothing? No one saw nothing? Or it could be somebody from a neighboring town that's uh, trying, to, trying to take down the tourist industry in this particular town. 
You know, if we take their phone booth, well, ain't no tourists going to show up now because they're going for that tow booth. Well, if you guys happen to know anything about this stolen phone booth in Cope, I mean, just please, please call the Cope Sheriff. The, I was going to say Sheriff's Office, but it's just one dude in a pickup truck, I think. Would you? <laughs> That's about it in Cope. A body modifier used YouTube clips to remove a woman's wisdom teeth, according to a court. Yeah, a guy who does body modification, which is pretty general. It's, I assume this is similar to the story that I did yesterday about a couple of ladies doing a butt lift in a backyard. You got to watch out for these quote-unquote body modifiers, guys. Look at word of advice. If you're going to have your body modified or have anything done, look for a certificate on the wall before you get it done, preferably within a medical facility or something that at least looks like a medical facility. Remember the story I did about the guy that was castrated on a front porch? You want to avoid situations like that where you're having procedures done on a porch or a backyard and maybe not go to a body modifier for your wisdom teeth being taken out. Maybe go to like a dentist. That's my suggestion. Okay, let's get into the story and find out what levels of stupidity we're dealing with here. This guy has been accused of manslaughter uh, after removing a client's wisdom teeth after watching YouTube videos about dentistry. <laughs> Brendan Lee Russell is this guy who pretended to be a dentist, among other things, I'm sure. Of course, he's pleaded not guilty because that's what you do in the courts of the U.S. of A. We got freedom, guys. Freedom. Freedom to say I didn't do it even though I'm on video and I have several witnesses. That's my great court system that I have here. So he says not guilty to manslaughter as well as intentionally causing grievous bodily harm and female genital mutilation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is supposed to be a wisdom tooth operation, Brendan. What's with the genital mutilation? This says it took place over three separate procedures on various women. Oh, various women. So he did the wisdom teeth on one lady. Unfortunately, she did not live. Uh, I wonder what happened to the genital mutilation. I'm guessing that didn't go well. Was he into the backyard butt lifts as well? That seems to be a trend lately. The trial heard from a barber named Larry, Larry O'Neill, who worked with Brendan at the, at the establishment, which is called Transition Tattoo and Body Modification Parlor, <laughs> located in a shopping center. Oh, good. <laughs> More levels of <laughs> stupidity. It's got, you're going to get your wisdom teeth at a tattoo studio in a shopping center. Are you okay, lady? <laughs> Why not get some genital mutilation there, by the way? I would like you to augment my genitalia. Yeah? Where, where should you go? You want to see a doctor at a medical facility? No, no. I'm thinking about this tattoo parlor in a shopping center. That seems to me like it'll go well. <laughs> I'm just going for the discount. They got 10% off genital mutilation at the tattoo shop in a shopping center. <laughs> You're better off going to Tijuana to get this shit done. I'm telling you right now, in a shopping center. So the barber, O'Neill, told the courts that he had to talk Brendan out of, quote, lots of surgeries and procedures. Oh, my goodness. Brendan was trying to do some shit in there, man. I had to talk him out of a, uh, a pregnancy delivery. Yeah, I was working on a lady's hair after she got a tattoo and then she went into labor. Brendan's like, I think I can do this. Let me watch a YouTube video. He's like, Brendan, no, no. We don't do that here at the tattoo studio. We do not deliver babies, Brendan. And then Brendan's like, but all I got to do is watch this video. I'm sure I could do it. Let, don't I get, I just get a tub of hot water. Come on, let's do this. Live a little bit. I was like, Brendan, no, this is, this is a tattoo st studio slash barbershop. We won't be delivering children. 
Another time, Brendan was like, I think I can remove an appendix. I was like, Brendan, no, we're not removing appendixes. This is a barbershop slash tattoo studio within a shopping district. <laughs> I had to talk him out of a lot of surgeries and procedures. Brendan's like, hey, man, I think we can do LASIK. I'm on video number eight of ten on YouTube. In two videos, I'll be ready to do it. Let's put up a sign that says LASIK available here. Really cheap. <laughs> no, Brendan, we can't be doing LASIK. Now, O'Neill also told the courts that Brendan, one afternoon, expressed a plan to do a dental procedure on a woman's inflamed wisdom teeth. Uh, O'Neill said that he was massively concerned at this. Uh, Mr. O'Neill recalled Brendan saying, Hey, man, like some chick asked to have her teeth pulled out, you know, and I'm going to do it, man. I've been up all night watching YouTube, learning how to do this. I think I could totally do it. Mr. O'Neill warned Brendan, Man, you don't know what you're doing. You cannot do this. You cannot remove teeth. <laughs> he described the, uh, the situation. When the customer arrived, it was a very nervous young girl, Mr. O'Neill says. Brendan convinced her he could just do it. Well, why didn't you stop him, bro? Like, you should be culpable as well. You're probably a, a co-owner. You're, you're an employee, at least. You're a witness to what is a disaster here. At that point, pick up the phone and call the police, bro. You can't be letting some dude in your establishment take out wisdom teeth. How did you not know this was going to go south? He watched YouTube videos. He told you. <laughs> you didn't step in and stop the situation. You're, you should be blamed as well. My goodness. Of course, the lady is kind of culpable as well. Why would you get your wisdom teeth removed at a place that is not a dentistry? I have no idea. I mean, people don't have insurance, right? I understand it's very costly. What's it cost to get wisdom teeth removed? Two G's, probably more in the U.S. Uh, maybe this guy was like, I'll do it for 50 bucks. And then you're like, ah, maybe I'll think about that. Yeah, I'm going to do the old uh, string on the doorknob trick where I'll tie your string to the to the tooth and to the doorknob. I'll shut it. It'll pop it right up. Uh, and man, you guys, listen, I don't think I have to tell you this because you're smart individuals. Often, you know, seems to me like most of you are smarter than me. But, you know, you don't do these procedures at any place that is not a professional. Worst case scenario, you go you go to Mexico or one of these other places like Costa Rica to have it done. At least there's a doctor there that can help you out and you get a little vacation from it. Guys, come on. You know, just hit that gas and then lay on a beach afterward and recover. Hey, look at you making it to the end of the show. Congratulations. Brush the dirt off your shoulder. Did a good job, guys. I want to give some love to someone who joined my Patreon. That makes me smile. When you wake up to an email, ooh, someone joined your Patreon. Someone loves you, wants to support and care for you. Wants to keep your electricity on. Wants to keep you inside that closet, highly caffeinated as you record these stories from around the world that are quite kinky, strange, odd. Uh, this person is Oasis Renee. What a cool name. Oasis Renee joined the Patreon. Big shout out to Oasis Renee. Thank you so much. Much love to Oasis Renee. Am I saying it correctly? I hope I am. I'm doing the best I can. Much love to Oasis Renee for joining the Patreon. Yeah, sing a little ditty. What about that? I yeah. It's not the best, but you know we do what we can. We do what we can over here, guys. Please enjoy the extra content that lies w within the Patreon. There's a lot in there. You could go for days. You could go for weeks. Uh, you know, just kind of digging all that extra weird AF content that I've been shoving in there. You know, it's like a weird AF oven. That Patreon, just put it in there and let it bake. <laughs> I'm out of my mind today. Yeah, that's right. It's hot, guys. It's frying my brain here. 
I need some ice cream. Who's going to take me out for ice cream? Come on, somebody. I'll give you my address. You come scoop me for some scoops. What about that? I know you're wondering, hey, how do I join the Patreon to make Jonesy sing about me? It's easy. You go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app on your phone. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com is the site. And uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N is the name of the app. Yeah, I'm just got to spell it out for y'all. It's a good way to support the show. You feel good about yourself supporting a five-day-a-week weird news podcast. Good times. Of course, uh, we're, some of us are in financial straits. That's totally natural. You can support the show by suggesting it to a friend. I would appreciate that as well. I appreciate all of you just for listening, to be honest with you. And I hope you're going to be listening tomorrow because it's Friday, Florida Friday. We're doing stories from the week from Florida. So if you want to send me some Florida news, here's my email. Funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also tweet it to me at funnyjones or send it on Instagram at funnyjones as well. I would love to hear from you guys. You can submit it through uh, links through the website as well. You can send stories through, through my website, weirdafnews.com. So check that out. Uh, I would love to get your stories from Florida. Please be here for the episode. It'll be a dandy. I always love to lead you into the weekend with some good degenerate Florida news. You know how we do around here. Okay, guys, much love. We'll see you tomorrow on Florida Friday.